Robert, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny about that? I don't know. Nobody calls me Robert, know, except my kids when they make fun of me. Yeah, that's kind of like that's kind of why I like to call you Robert sometimes. When do you ever call me Robert? I call you Robert on this podcast. Oh, do you? If you haven't noticed, <coughs> I will often start it with, uh, Robert, how are you? Just to get a reaction. Joshy, I'm doing well, buddy. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Beyond Sunday, Joel and Rob's podcast. Um, <coughs> are we keeping that beginning? Yes, definitely. Okay. All right, cool. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. How are you? <coughs> Excuse me. Got a little cough. I have a cough just from my exercising this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing Nothing to be afraid of right now. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you have a cough. <laughs> um, no, I'm doing okay. I'm tired, but other than that, I'm, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. You look yep. spiffy. Well, thanks. Your glasses, your button-up, and your I and your love, cardi. I love these these vests right here. Yep, yeah, wearing the glasses a little more these days. You rock. You rock it. You rock that look. Thank you. It's it's very kind of. I like it. Kind. Of, it's sharp, and but also relaxed. Relaxed at the yes. same time. Right. Yeah. I, That's exactly. That's what I need. Yep. 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 Let's get going. Let's do it. What do you got for us? I I. This is inspired by yours from last week. Ooh, are we dipping into the seventies? We're dipping into seventies, and we're going iconic. I should know. You know Partridge Family, iconic. You'll know this immediately. Okay. Starting to wonder what? Where are you going? You know, I heard this. I saw this recently and said, "How have we not done this yet?" I know it's God. that iconic. Yes, it's it's almost too iconic. Like it's yeah. like you just know it immediately, which is great. Yeah. But uh, in, in all honesty, is that that very very beginning? They don't they don't really do. Well, I had no idea what you were playing. At yeah. yeah, but that's the actual part. That's the beginning of this theme song. Yes, except. And, you know, like after like the first season or whatever, that, that part got cut out. So were you um, a consistent watcher of uh, The Bunch? Was I? Yeah. Did you watch it? I, oh, I, well, I've seen a lot of it. I've yeah. seen a lot of their episodes. But no, I, it was never one of my favorites. It was more like one of those shows that was in syndication growing up. Yeah. And so you just, you know, it's on. It's on TV in the 80s. Right, daytime TV was atrocious when we were growing up. Right, <laughs> it's not like it is now. Oh it, was, yeah. it was, it well, was soap operas. Yeah, um, talk shows hadn't even really developed yet. Right, maybe, maybe Donahue. Remember Donahue? Yes, and Sally Jesse Raphael. Yeah, maybe they were around, but like, what little, <laughs> what, what kid wants to watch Donahue? So, yeah, w- yes. our shows were our our daytime shows. Seventies were seventies. You're so syndicated. right. Yep. Yeah, and so that's why I watched it. Um, never had a particular, yeah, you know, love for the show or anything. Yeah, yes, yeah, saw a lot of it. Yeah, I did. The one episode that when I think of the Brady Bunch, <clears throat> when I think of the Bunch, I always go the back. Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a line from uh, Goodwill Hunting. Remember Goodwill Hunting? Oh, great, David? great movie. Excellent movie. But who was it? Casey Affleck and and. Uh, Someone says something negative about the Brady Bunch, and he, he calls them out. You know, how dare you talk about the bunch like that? 
from now on, I got to call them the bunch. I love it. Um, the episode where they go to Hawaii. Remember that one? It's Ben Affleck, by the way, not Casey Affleck. They're both in it. Are they? Yes. Who's Casey Affleck? Casey Affleck is one of their crew. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. So how messed up of me for correcting you and then you like... Good for you. Yeah, my bad. I'm, I'm just gonna let you walk into it. If, if I you need want to, to shut up. Whenever it comes into cinema, I need to learn my lesson. You will always be better. Cinema is your thing, baby. It kind of is. I'm just gonna yeah name it. Yeah. The fact that we could even call out Casey Affleck. You asked me who Ben Affleck's brother is. I'm like, I don't know. You've seen movies that he's been in. Oh, of sure. course I have. Sure. He's actually he's he's a good actor. Goodwill Hunting is just a great movie. Oh my gosh, that comes on. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm in. It's like Step Brothers. It's Step Brothers. I'm in. You know? Yeah, Wedding Crashers. So they go to California and um, they get this Tommy Boy. Uh, this medallion. I think Greg gets it. Where um, I can't remember why, but it's <coughs> cursed, and so bad things happen to them. Um, but then am I thinking, or, or am I bringing in Flipper right now? Where they're under, they're <laughs> they're. <laughs> what? they're they're submerged in the water and there's sharks above them. Maybe I'm, I think I'm conflating two episodes right there. But I always remember the episode where they go to Hawaii. Do you recall that one? That's the one that always stands out in my mind. Maybe vaguely, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I like the bunch, but I, I, you have a good way of describing it. It was just, it was on in the afternoons. So we watched yeah, it. Yeah. You know, like the Partridge family. <laughs> Yeah. You know? All right, so um, we're in week two of we our sermon series, Less is More. And this past week was less pride and more peace. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to talk about sin in a way, not simply specific acts that it is predominantly and usually talked about, mm-hmm. but instead the, the kind of the, the blinders that kind of prevent us from um, living into the life that God invites us into. Yeah. Um, and so we talked about pride at first being kind of naming that it's has an incredibly good quality to it, mm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That there's something very healthy about it. Um, I'm glad but, you're reiterating that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that was because that was needed um, <clears throat> that you talked about. But then we kind of dove into um, the flip side of it, the slippery slope of it, mm-hmm. that it can quickly become something that um, takes us away from living into the life God leads us to. And how, yeah. like, I, I like that part, how slippery a slope it is. It's... Um, it can happen very easily. Oh, yeah. And it's actually, I would say, for so much of us, it's it's an unconscious thing that we do. We don't even realize it. So we talked about how we end up leading, it, it goes into trying to access our self-worth in um, other endeavors. And and they're all, as I thought more about it, like, yeah, it's... It's very it's very natural for us to do this. It's almost it's almost human to to try and access our self-worth. We we talked about education and sports and um 
uh, work and just upward mm. mobility, like trying to find our self-worth in these other areas. Yeah, all the things that you and I are personally living on a daily basis, right? Um, and it's so... It's such a part of the fabric of the world in which we live that <clears throat> it's really hard to discern the difference between being proud of who you are yeah. and trying to prove your worth. Yeah. And that, I think, is really the slippery slope. Yeah. So as a father, <clears throat> one of the things that I'm always wrestling with is, is the... It, is that very fine line, right, between encouraging my children in academics or sports yeah. or music or whatever whatever it may be, encouraging them, supporting them, gently um, even sometimes pushing them to, to new growing edges. Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, wanting desperately to, to make sure that they understand... While it's good to explore your growing edges, um, and to taste, and to and, and to experience, and to pr pursue new things, no matter what happens, right? Success or failure. If you get an A or an F, if you uh, make the team or get cut, uh, n none of that gets to determine your worth. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> if you studied and did your best for that test. Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah. Um, simply that you gave it your effort. Not it, it doesn't matter. Y who you are does is not defined by the grade you get yep. or your batting average or if you make the varsity team or whatever the case, you know. Yep. And it's a very it's a very it's a very fine line. Yeah. Um, in part because I don't want to I don't want them feeling pressure to prove who they are right yeah right to yep. prove their worth either to me or to their teachers or to themselves and i think i think we can do a pretty good job as parents making sure that our kids don't have to prove their worth to us yeah but our world is set up in almost every way to force people to prove their worth to themselves. Yes. Um, and how how do we as as parents help our children counter that when we ourselves are struggling to counter that, as we talked about in our sermon? Absolutely. I was thinking back to um, my first semester in seminary. So unlike you, you went right after undergrad. Yep. I had ten years in between. Uh, and honestly loved not being in school. Like I was a graduate undergrad and yeah, like, yeah I'm done. This is great. I'm outie five outie. Yeah. No more tests. But then felt <clears throat> the itch to go back and went back and got in. And I remember that first exam that fall semester, early church history. And oh my gosh, how much I of my own self-worth I had put on that exam. Mm. Do I belong here? Mm -hmm. You know, am I going to, um, do I, <clears throat> do I deserve to be here? And if I don't, what does that say about me and who I think I am? Mm. Um, mm. 
Amen. And, and the pressure was huge. And I did well and graduated, but I remember that to me is, is an example of You were that. sweating it. Oh, gosh. You were sweating it. It, it. it was more than just an exam. <clears throat> it was, um, who do I think I am? Um, but even more than that, what's the d- degree of how I understand my self-worth at this time? Wow. And so I think what we're trying to do in this series, too, is just name, my gosh, we, <laughs> we struggle with all of these that we're going to be talking about. Well said. So we can talk about we can talk about academics. We can talk about sports. We can talk about um, uh, work and upward mobility. It's all there um, yeah. for us. Yeah, and and the and that very slippery slope between pursuing, you know, achieve, what we said in our in, in our sermon, achievements are great. It's great to pursue things and, yeah. and make achievements, but it's the why, right? Why are you pursuing them? Yes. Are you pursuing them because it's your passion, it's your love, um, that it fulfills you, that it is your gifts meeting the world's needs? Yeah. Or are you pursuing it because you're only as good as your latest accomplishment? Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I was thinking um, uh, about what happens when um, we don't. Uh, accomplish what we set out to do, right? <laughs> you know, and then how that kind of um, can find its home then in our a very depleted sense of self worth. Um, so, I was thinking about um, failure, and I was telling you about this. We had talked about failure at men's group mm-hmm. um, a couple of days ago, and the need for confession. Um, and uh, I talked to them about that night, um, this website called Failure Lab. Mm-hmm. It's in Michigan. Um, but I'm fascinated by it um, in that people are given the opportunity to get up in an auditorium and share their story of falling on their face. Some are huge. Some are smaller moments, 10 minutes long. Um, but the power of naming it, of confessing, which is what we're talking about. You know, there is just this power in, in, um, in naming where, like, where my lack of, where I'm putting my self worth right now. Yeah. Call um, shining light on it, um, and like I've been thinking about. Okay, so what are, what are some ways that we can live into this? peace that we're talking about, right? The sermon title was um, Less Pride, More Peace. And this peace we get from knowing who and whose we are. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's one way, I think, too, of of just to kind of confess, to note that, 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 yeah, I failed that test and it's crushing me. <clears throat> and it's now saying something about my identity and self-esteem and mm-hmm. self-worth so let's name it. Yeah. Let's be honest and open and truthful about it. Well said. You know? And it's not just with achievements either, right? It's also with with other sin. You know, I, f- I failed to be kind. I failed to be generous. I failed to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but even those failures don't get to define us. Yes. Yep. You know, it's the, it's the beauty of, of grace. It's the beauty of... 
being named and claimed by God before we do or say or don't do or don't say anything. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yep. And we spend our lives pursuing, um, I think, pursuing proof of, of our worthiness. Yeah. And most of the time, at the very end of the day, I really think the person we're trying to prove is ourselves. Yeah. Because we just struggle to accept, you know, that that God says we are yeah. beloved. We are God's beloved child. Um, it's one of my favorite things about baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, some traditions don't baptize babies. Yeah. Um, you have to confess Jesus as your Lord, and then they baptize you. And, and there's a lot of theological reasons that, that go behind that. Sure. In our tradition, we baptize babies. We baptize anybody who wants to be baptized. But um, <clears throat> the reason I love infant baptism yeah. is because it proclaims before this child has the opportunity to love God or reject God, before this child has the opportunity to be a quote-unquote good person or bad person. Before this child has any idea who or what God is. Yes. Amen. <laughs> or who they are, right? Yes. Or who they are. Before yes. any of that, what, what baptism reveals is that God names and claims yeah. that child as God's own. Yeah. Um, and we believe that that's true not just for those who get baptized, but also for everyone. Baptism is the symbol of it, but that doesn't mean it's not true for those who aren't baptized. You know, yeah. so it's one of the, it's profoundly beautiful, I think. And yet we in the church, right? We struggle with that. And that's one of the things that I was glad we got into in the sermon too. Is is <clears throat> you know, uh, <laughs> I shared this during the sermon. It, it's a it's a quote that has stuck with me. Ever since I heard it, mm-hmm. I was at a uh, um, Presbyterian conference, and I heard the pastor quip, and yes, he was quipping. I'm seeing that word all over the place now. Are you? Yeah. He was Book quipping. I'm reading right now, you used it twice quip. recently. Yeah. It's a good word. Q words are pretty good. Yeah. Um, anyway, the pastor quipped, you know, I find it strange that God never calls large church pastors to smaller churches. Mm-hmm. Um, we pursue upward mobility. Yeah. Um, and I'm being very transparent here. I, I did this, you know, my previous church was a smaller church. Um, I loved that church. Don't get me wrong. And, and it's ministry and it's people, but, um, I very much wanted to come to a larger church for specific reasons. And I'm grateful that I did, but don't get me wrong. It's also, the truth is, the truth is, I mean, we pursue upward mobility. We measure, we measure church's success by and large, by, you know, by various quantitative metrics. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. What are some ways that we can practice that peace? Of being recognizing and remembering and living that we are a beloved child of God. Like it's a lifelong journey. Like oh, it's yeah. it's something that we will be towards our last days, whenever that is, hopefully it's a while from now, we'll still be uh, working to 
to claim it and to own it and to believe it and to trust it, right? It's, um, but what are some ways that, or how, how have you, have you been able to, like it's <coughs> partially it's the, it's the weekly practice of, of coming to worship. Like that's a huge part. Yeah. Um, it, I forget if, when I'm not making that, and I'm talk, talk, talking about as a pastor, just when I was coming to, to worship. Before you were a pastor. Before I was a pastor. When I would be off for two, three weeks, I could sense a difference, you know, in, in kind of remembering God's love. Well, I think, I think part of it is one of the things that you named so well in the first sermon on this series is confession, right? Confession isn't self-flagellation. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not false humility. It's an opportunity to step back and reassess. Yeah. And the reason that's important is not just to see where you're off or where I'm off, right? Yeah, I missed here. Yeah, I missed here. Yeah, I missed here. Ah, I was okay there, but yeah, I missed here. You know, it's not it's not a lack of self worth. They say I, I'm off, and then it's to remember. But none of this claims me. Uh, you know, it's it's an act of realigning your life to your identity. Yeah. In many ways, is your pursuits to your identity. Um, how does what I do reflect who I know I am? That that's uh, So I think confession's a really big part of it. And the other one that I think you do a fabulous job of lifting up, and, and you've helped me here, is in Sabbath, right? Yes. yeah. Is seeing the importance of Sabbath, and whether it's for a whole day or just a specified time, The and this is admittedly, folks, something I suck at. Um, <laughs> just... <laughs> Horribly, <laughs> I am, you can't say that word on this podcast. I can't. No, what, you can't. Wasn't the S word that? I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, I do. I I am horrible at it. Uh, I am uncomfortable doing nothing. So am I. I really, really am. And <clears throat> uh, part of that is a. I'm just kind of a high energy, fidgety, go do kind of guy. But part of it is very much that I'm more comfortable doing achieving yeah uh, even if it's something as silly as you know vacuuming i've achieved cleaning the house same Uh, way um so yeah but sabbath forces you to stop yes and not just stop it's not it's not rest for rest sake although it's good to rest it's rest to recenter yeah and to refocus again and to remember that nothing you do gets to define your worth. I think that, I'm happy you named it, because I think you're so right. The more I think and read about Sabbath and stop and resting and doing something that fills you with joy, yes. But I think it also incredibly connects to what we talked about this past week of naming those identities that we claim for ourselves that determine our self-worth and letting those go for a day, letting them go and resting in who and whose we are. Mm -hmm. Like that is, I think, at the core of Sabbath. Mm -hmm. You've worked six days, you've produced, and, but this is not who you are. Your, your worth is not tied to your production exactly. right, or your achievements. Yes. And so I think that's really the slippery slope for us, right? It's, it's good to be proud of who you are, but who you are is, for the Christian, not defined by, by their accomplishments. 
it who who we are is defined by whose we are. Yeah. And so I think the slippery slope for pride is okay. What exactly are you proud of? Are you proud of what you've done? Is your worth? Are you only proud of yourself? That's what it is. Are you only proud of yourself because of what you've done? Mm. Or are you proud of yourself because, you know, damn it, God says, you are precious to me. You are honored in my sight, and I love you. Yeah. Um, And how we talked about being proud of yourself and accomplishments, they only get you so far. Yeah, because there's always more to prove, right? Doesn't matter how much you've how much you've achieved. It really doesn't. If your if your worth is tied to what you do, there will always be more to accomplish. Yeah. There will be more money to earn. Yeah. There will be another promotion to get, another business to start. There will be more children to teach, more good to spread. I mean, it, it won't end. Yep. It won't end. You're, you're, that's the problem with that pursuit, is that the second you obtain that goal, you realize, oh, but that's not it. There's, there's more. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for pastors, it's like, oh, okay. We're, well, our church is this big. Well, why isn't it this big? Yes. Oh, why isn't it this big? Uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, it just keeps going. Just keeps going. Yeah. Ah, uh, well said. Well. What's next Sunday? Next Sunday is uh, less idolatry, Mm. more clarity. Nice. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Yeah. If you liked it, share it. Um, Please do. And tune in on Sunday. We will see you next week.